podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. Discover the new 3-Step Pro Partial Range, specifically designed to clean your partials and remaining teeth in three simple steps. Clean your partial, strengthen your natural teeth, protect your whole mouth. Stand up to further tooth loss with Polident Pro Partial, available at Walmart. Hello, good evening and welcome to the Red Reaction after Liverpool stunk the gaff out against Newcastle with a nil-nil draw. I'm your host, Keith, and it's just me and Grizz tonight. How are you, Grizz? Yeah. Just talk there for a minute, Grizz. I just have to do something very quickly. Yeah, go for it, man. You. Um, we all actually will get the admin out of the way. This show's brought to you by uh, footy prizes. Uh, this week's prize is uh, Trent Alexander Arnold signed uh, frame short authenticity certificate of authenticity supplied. Uh, all that good stuff. Um, we decided to let the the game finish and let the emotions die down before we came on air, Grizz, didn't we? We said uh, sometimes you can come on and and. The emotions can be running high, but we like to say on this show, we, we try, try to give ourselves a few minutes and uh, see what, what we can do. But look, we're here now. We're here to talk about it all. Plenty of talking points for what oh, was a yeah. good hour. Um, game of football, but look, it is what it is. Um, yeah, it is. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I do agree that we do normally like to sort of give ourselves time to calm down and think and sort of contemplate, but I don't think... I don't think we needed much calming down in terms of, I don't know if, if our views or opinions would be much different from what they are right now. Uh, another opportunity to, to, to pull away gone, Keith. Um, I think it was another lackluster um, from start to finish. Okay, we maybe pushed when Tiago came on, but... We just couldn't get going tonight. Um, and I suppose we can start off with the selections and, and, you know, Klopp is the reason for that sort of slow tempo by picking the team he picked. I don't know what you think. Yeah, we'll, we'll come on to the team now, Grizz, actually. Um, while, we're, while, we're out, while we're on it. So the selection comes out. Immediately, the, the ones that jump out on it are Nat Phillips is starting a centre-back and James Milner is in the midfield. Mm. Now, uh, what did you make of the selection before we, we get stuck into them? What did you make of that when you seen so, the first? Yeah. So Keith, we, we, we done the preview last night and I kind of said it's going to be Phillips and it made sense in terms of 
Callum Wilson and Joe Linton are very yep. strong, tall, powerful. And, you know, I hate being right all the time. You know that. That's a hard but, thing. But, uh, but, but, I said but I said that they're going to go two up front. Yeah. You know, Gav was thinking they're going to play so deep and sort of, you know, one up front. Well, I knew they're going to play two up front and they're going to think they've got a, uh, enough to create a chance or two, which fair play to them. They did in that opening first 20 minutes or so, you know, when Callum Wilson got sort of, I managed to isolate um, Phillips um, and just sort of breezed past him, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I didn't like the selection from the start and I made my feelings clear to you in our private chats in the WhatsApp. I said, yeah. I said, I don't understand how Jones is playing again um, after the performance he put in, especially the mistake. You sometimes kids need to be pulled out and, you know, not so much sort of, uh, not only to sort of teach them a lesson, but sort of in terms of just watch um, professionals like sort of Junior Henderson or Tiago, for example, how they, you know, how the way they um, come across on the pitch, the way they perform on the pitch. And because it's still an education for Curtis Jones, we have to remember he's still a kid. He's still learning. Um, so I didn't understand the selection of, Curtis Jones. Um, I thought if Milner's going to come into the midfield, as I suspected last night again, the viewers will know I said Milner's got this. Um, I then thought the third midfielder would be far more attacking, a la Ox or Shakiri, yeah. but it was Jones. And Jones is, Jones is another one who likes coming deep to collect the ball, Keith. And this was a major issue in the speed of our play, I thought. So, yeah, it's very true, very true. It was one noticeable in the first half. I think Jones picked her up in the second half a bit that he did try to move it a bit quicker. But, you know, I was um, full of praise for Curtis Jones a couple of weeks ago. I thought he was really stepping up to the plate. And it just goes to show two, two let's say, poor performances. You know, let's not um, dress her up. Or, well, I'm not going to big Curtis Jones up when he has a, a, a good performance, not a great performance. And then let him away with it when he, he has a below power one. But he is, he's 19 years old. He's going to have these dips and, um, it, it dips in form as they go. And it's about just, I suppose, using the midfield a bit, um, a bit more. Now, the only thing is, we do have a lot of bodies to come back and they're starting to come back. And you just hope that you will see more rotation as it, as it goes along. But Hardy throwing a super chat in there, Grizz, right? We'll, we'll start off on this. And thanks very much, Hardy. Um, Man U are in a title race. Liverpool fans looking good. Uh, Man U are in a title race. Liverpool fans looking good at the moment. Liverpool are bottling the easy teams, Brighton, Newcastle, West Brom, etc. Now, right, you, you can't argue with that. We're not getting wins against um, the, the so-called you lesser, know, teams. lesser teams in the league. There's no getting away from that, Chris. What do you put it down to? Do you think we're bottling it, as Hardy says, or what What do you think it is? It's not bottling, um, Keith. Called, you nearly called you Gav there. What a horrendous <laughs> night. That would have topped it off for you. Just fuck sake. It. Do you know what I mean? Just fucking fold it. Yeah, it's 10 right there if I call you, Gav. Um, <laughs> Keith, what do we put it down to? Keith, it's it's very... Look, we, we can get emotional, we can get frustrated, and we can get, you know, really angry at times with this team. But the facts of the matter are, Keith, it's a, it's a horrendous season for everyone in terms of yeah. the congestion, the fixture pileup, 
the COVID, the injuries, especially for us. And you could see, um, you know, some of our players are out on their feet. I mean, our our two talisman, Mane and Salah, look yeah. absolutely out of it. I mean, they we known them for the last three four years to be absolutely non-stop. Even when they're having a crap game, they're non-stop. They're incessant. The they don't let you. Even if they're having, a, you know, they can't trap a ball. And they're missing chances after chances, but they'll still keep coming. We didn't see that. The intensity wasn't there. Bobby again, I thought was the best player for us. Yeah, I thought Bobby was some of his touch and some of his passing was exemplary. Um, but we just look tired. These injuries, people often talk about injuries and say, well, you know, okay, we've got the injuries, but the 11 we've got are good enough to play and beat the teams we've played. It doesn't work like that. It no. just doesn't work like that. Um, you know, the continuous uh, minutes that these guys have had and, and have had to endure, it takes its toll. And you could see some of these guys were out on their feet, players like Jordan Henderson. Ginny was rightly taken out. Um, of the firing uh, firing line, and I thought, you know, Ox, you know, he's been in training for four weeks now. He's got to be, he's got to be thrown in there and given a yeah. chance. You know, I, I couldn't understand. Well, hasn't he? Klopp has been doing a lot of talking about how well he's. I thought he was nailed on to start now himself. Yeah, yeah. But do you think Manu on Harry's other point, Manu are in a toilet race? Where do you stand on that? Do you, look, I know we've been flipping the belt them and we've maybe rubbished them before. Do you think they're a real threat was or what's the how do you see this season fold now? Because there could be another lockdown coming. Keith, um how dare we? We can't ever be arrogant enough. And this is what I'm not. Yeah. I never get to this level of and, you know, we joke around in between ourselves and say, you know, whoever scores the first goal in any Premier League game we're watching, and they're the threat. But there is no way we can not um, count anyone as a threat right now. Based, not based on our um, sort of, uh, not based on their quality, but based on how we're playing. Because yeah. we've said it many times, the destiny of this title is in our hands. And it's yeah. still in our hands. So, you know, we're the ones that can lose this as opposed to anyone else winning this. And yeah. that's my philosophy and theory. And Man United are one of those teams, Keith, that are sticking in there. Anyone, yeah, I suppose anyone can do it, can't they? It's um, it's anyone's league. I think that it's going to come down to the, the team that gets the, the most luck in the second half of the season are the ones that are going to win it. Mm. And we certainly haven't got the luck in the first half of the season. Um, Ramez throws in a, a super chat thanks very much Ramez horrible result the waveform is terrible lost 8 out of 12 lost 8 of 12 points against the bottom 5 teams no creativity against the low block teams doesn't look well at all That's, look Ramez my opinion on that is it doesn't look well I agree with you 100% but we're going through a phase now where we've hit the wall and what me and Grizz were talking about this we're starting to look human and I think we've been spoiled for um, the best part of 2 years by this team Boy, they're superhuman, subhuman sort of um, oh, absolutely levels of you know turning defeats into wins. Yeah. And something great that I wanted to touch on that was based, and I know you're going to agree with me on this. Last season and the year before was based on solid defensive foundation, right? So Virgil Van Dyke and Joe Gomez, or Virgil Van Dyke and Joe Matip, or Virgil Van Dyke and whoever else was in there, right? Mm. To suffer the the losses we've had in defense. It's it's not an easy one just to brush off and say, ah, well, I know City 
you know, we laughed, not laughed, we said see, use the excuse of, of missing Laporte, but to miss your two main centre-halves for two horrific sort of injuries like that, the fact that we're still in the mix here, I think bodes well for us because I think we're stinking it out at the moment, but, you know, once we start getting these bodies back, now we're, we're not going to get Joe Gomez back. We may see Virgil before the end of the season, but to to lose that solid base, I think is the biggest crutch that we have, yet we're still somehow we're there and there about. Do you know what I mean? I, so I, I can't think of a, I can't think of a, and you're the man um, that I posed this question to. I personally can't think of a team that's won the league that's not been brilliant in defence or had a brilliant season of defensive displays. So people could say Leicester weren't brilliant in defence, but they were brilliant that season. You know, as a collective, they may not have the best individuals that season, but as a collective, they were fantastic in defence. And then you can go through all the other teams, um, and including your, your Man Cities, who were brilliant going forward, but they were so strong in defence with company, etc. We can't. People want to brush off, especially opposing fans want to brush off our injuries and say, well, yeah. you know, you've still got Thiago and Jota yeah. and all these other players. Well, it doesn't quite work like that. Um, a, those players that I've named have been out as well. So that doesn't help. And B, look, in so many games where we've taken the lead, we've not been able to uh, hold on to that lead where we were last season. And so many times last season, Virgil van Dijk or Joe Gomez were the difference, you know, in keeping that clean sheet and not. And 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 these are the fine margins we're dealing with. And as you said, you know, we're we're mere mortals now. We're not yes. super, super human Liverpool that won the title by this time last season. Basically, this time last season, the title was wrapped up. Yeah. And people... It, it genuinely, and, the, the Leicester game was, on Boxing it was, Day Keith, was... It was, it, it was all over by the shouting. We were, we were, we were unbeatable. We were, we were supermen last season. And now we're normal. Yeah. We're, we're just normal. We're just normal players. Um, we've been dragged down, not through... Um, not through our shitness, but through injuries. And that's yeah. the basic, basic truth of it. People need to accept that, that we've been dragged down because of the fact that we've got crippling, crippling injuries in this first quarter, third of the season now, maybe. I don't know yeah. where we are, you know. The first third, it's been like unprecedented amount of injuries. And the key, key players and key, key components. Key, yeah, key components. I mean, you know, it's like Jota. That yeah. game was made for Jota to come on and get that winner. But this well, is the thing, I haven't got yeah, it. Yeah, but... right. Jota comes in, Grizz, and Jota is the 40, whatever, 45 million pound striker we bring in to t- alleviate the pressure off the front three. Jota's mm. gone for two months. Does pressure is back on. Now we can go down the route of our oh, Klopp is overplaying them and he's not giving the others a chance. But, you know, the reality is it's the front three and Jota and then Minamino Shakiri can can go in and do a job. But to lose Jota is a key loss. To lose Thiago is a key loss. To lose the centre-backs is a key loss. We lost Alisson for periods. I mean, I know how you feel about Adrian coming in, but it was key loss. You know, you've just mentioned Thiago, um, Jota, Gomez and Van Dijk. So let's forget, let's forget all the other injuries that we've had on the side and COVID yeah. as well, right? Because we've had a fair few others missing, Trent, Allison, 
you know, Mane, right? So forget them. All right, we call them usual, right? Injuries that every club has. And even the viewers in the and then listeners in the chat, I want I want viewers and listeners and you as well to to take out equivalent of four of the the teams around us yeah. and see where they end up. Do they still end up on top of the table where they where we are now? I have no. every every reason to say no, they don't. No. And so that's what I'm trying to say. You take out. So let's let's who's second right now. So we take we take Bruno Fernandez, Rashford, um take Aguirre. out the Yeah, where do they end up without yeah. these players? Think about it. We need to, and it's okay. I get we're not I get we we should only concentrate ourselves, and people are gonna throw off comments in the in the chat about oh, we don't care about anyone else. Well we've got to give some context. We've got to give, yeah. you know, some explanation onto what and why this is, you know, and it's, and, it, and I've just named you four and I've just named you four players that I've, I've just been generous and named four players. We could easily name seven and eight. I'm talking first team stroke squad players, important players, but I've just named you four and you take out those four of the teams. They'd be in a worse position. So yes, there's absolute credit to this team to be where we are, have reached where we are in the, in, in given the circumstances, but it's come to a point where now the players are slowly coming back. And yes, we've got the two men at the back that are going to be three men at the back. Now that's going to be absolute struggle. How we, how we replace it for the rest of the season. If we don't go into the transfer market, maybe we can touch upon that, but with the rest of the players in midfield coming back and Jota a few weeks away, it's crucial now that Klopp gets his team selections, his rotations, his substitutions right. Yeah. Turn off your laptop. We're on staycation. I'm on TotalWine.com. They have so many rosés, chardonnays, and proseccos. It feels like a real vacation. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Very true. Matt Hayes from the Tottenham blog, friend of the show, was throwing in a super chat there. Are you concerned about the fatigue more so than usual, considering you had eight days off before West Brom? Look, Matt, it's... I don't know. I spoke to you night on the show, Grizz, and said, you know, Liverpool are a rhythm team. They need to be playing and, and, and keeping in rhythm. But that's in the, in the normal season. I mean, this is just... Yeah. I think we've... Fatigue is going to kill Liverpool. I know eight days off before the game. I think Matt might be having a, a bit of a laugh there, but I think it's um, it it it's a hard one because you know those guys that need a rest. We mm. spoke on the fatback four. I think you're night about Fabinho, like by playing by playing um, Nat Phillips or Reese Williams, and you know tossing up between the two. That's all well and good. And you'll say, well, Reese Williams is a young lad. He's done well when he's played. Matt Phillips is a bit older, a bit more developed. He's done well mm. when he's played. What that does is it puts more pressure on Fabinho to have to nearly do his job. He's not a centre-half, but he's doing his job. And he's also having to nearly babysit his partner as well. And it puts more pressure on Fabinho, puts more strain on Fabinho. Yes, so, what, what, you know, the fatigue thing is building and building. Jordan Henderson, Jeannie Wijnaldum, they're playing and playing and playing. Andy Robertson. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, we haven't had a chance. We we actually built our squad. We've done our transfer business in the summer. People are going to cry out about the centre-back. We should have bought a centre-back. We should have bought a centre-back. If you'd have bought a centre-back, you could have got injured, right? So it's a pointless argument. But we bought the players we bought. We bought Simicast to give Robertson a rest. We bought Thiago to unlock teams. And we bought Jota to, um, you know, give the front four or the front three a rest as well. And none of them have worked out yet for injuries. They've not not worked out because of yeah. we got the wrong player in, you know. We scouted they all look really. like the right players, they, they, they all, all look like, like fantastic players. I mean, everyone I'm sure you know, you know, wants to go and do some pregnancy tests tomorrow morning after watching Tiago play for 15 oh, yeah. minutes. Do you know what Jamie I mean? Jamie's having a lie down in a dark. Oh, Jamie's, Jamie's breathing heavily, yeah. We, we heard him, you know, he's 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 having he was having kittens watching Tiago play, but do you know what I mean? Uh, Jota, Jota was, you know, had claims to be player of the season after six, seven yeah. games, the way he started off an absolute house on fire. We can't, we just can't cater for sort of the injuries we had and the effect they've had on us. But as Klopp says, and as and we all say, there's no point crying about it now. Exactly. The, the worst of it is over. You'd like to think, you know, uh, someone said in the chat, I don't know if people can confirm this, that um, James Pierce has said, um, um, what's his name? Joel Matip is out for three weeks. If that's the case, then that's a major boost. You know, you know, okay, three weeks, you know, may go into four or five weeks for, for Matip, but at, least it's not, but at least it's not months. So I don't know if someone can uh, um, confirm that if that's the case. But with, with, with Ox coming back, with Shakiri coming back, with, with Thiago coming back, uh, hopefully Jota by the end of January coming back, we've got to just slug it out, Keith. And this is why I yeah. was desperate to... Tonight's result would have been far more easier to take if we had absolutely done what we we absolutely had to do against um West Brom, West Brom. yeah this it's makes, all, this, all, makes yeah. this makes the West Brom result look absolute the two combined results makes us sort of feel as worse as we felt as Liverpool fans yeah. for two seasons maybe exactly but and, look and that's we the are. Thing. That's the thing, Grizz, isn't it? We all forget that, you know, these results, they, this, is a, this isn't a normal season. This isn't the normal Liverpool hooker by hooker by crook. We have to stay in the race until the business end and see where we are then. And then we we, we can make a good judgment. Dara C throws in a super chat there. Fair play to you, Dara. Happy New Year, lads. Keep up the good work. Have a few cans on me. Well, Grizz will have a can of milk. I'll have a, a can yeah, on you. And Gav will yeah. drink the rest. Exactly. Um, well, thanks very much, Dara, for this. Happy New Year to you, Dara. Happy Dara. New Year. And, you know, that's hopefully proper, things pick up. That's a proper Irish name, right, Keith? Dara. Ah, yeah, yeah. It'd be a good, good word. That's a good Irish name, Dara. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, why not? Yeah, Happy why New Year not? to you, fellow, as well. Thank you for that. Yeah, thanks for um, that. We appreciate that. Okay, so uh, Free World is saying he did, Grizz. I'm assuming that's the answer to the question about Matip. So that's good. Um, you know, three weeks away. Uh, someone well, said earlier. Someone said earlier in the chat we can't go into the Man United game with with Phillips or Williams. Well, yeah. what choice would would we have? Do we have yeah. throw Hendo in there? Possibly, maybe. But you know, I mean, we discussed it just before we came on. Phillips didn't do bad overall. He just didn't do good. He was just. 
he was he was what he is. He is, you know, exactly. Yeah, he we, is what we, he is. We got to accept that he's a he's a proper old school clogger, and yeah. he'd done what he had to do. But you see, and and in games like this where the margins are so so fine, you know, you so yeah. miss the the passing range of Virgil or even Gomez. You know, the switch. I don't think either of our centre backs done one switch in the game, sort of yeah. to either fullback. I don't know if you recall one. I didn't recall one. Yeah. And these are small margins that make a difference where they've got everyone under the control and they they were letting have they were letting uh, Phillips have as much ball as he wanted because they knew he couldn't pick out a pass. And bless him. <laughs> Yeah, he's, you know, he's playing for Liverpool and I shouldn't laugh, but his passes, even his basic passes, were into the feet of players yeah. as opposed to just in front of them. Yeah. You know, just killing off that momentum to where you start off a move and yeah. the pass is slightly behind and Fabinho had to go behind or Trent had to check back or yeah. Robertson had to check it back. It just slows and stops everything Absolutely down. Absolutely. Cuts it in its path. Um, Rames Khalil through in the super chat there saying, Klopp confirmed Matt back in three weeks. Are we still in for a fourth centre back in January? What do you think about that, Grizz? Can you see us doing that in January? Would you like to see us doing that in January as centre-back? Considering Matip back in three weeks, Matip could be gone then a week later. You know, we know what... Is well, this is it. This is it. Would you like to see them do one in the January? Like to, the if you ask me, would I like to? I'd say, wow, of course. Of course. I'd like to have something lined up on the first day of January. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I hope or wish we had. Um, look... From from the from the old lady uh, in the in the calf that tells me bits and bobs, um, she told me we weren't uh, going to do something, but the Matip injury um, kind of changed um, their minds, and we were in the market, and we will be active in the market, um, and I hope that comes to fruition. We do. We desperately need another body. You know, it's it's. It, it, that sounds so unliverpool like Keith. Like we don't work like that, no. right? I know what you're going to say because you've spoke to me about this in the past. Where you say, "Well, Grizz, we, you know, we don't just bring in someone for just for the short, for the sake of it, but but needs must needs sometimes." Yeah. Couldn't agree more, Grizz. Couldn't it's agree one of those more. situations where I don't want us to look back at the end of the season and we've lost a title for by three points, let's say. Mm-hmm. where we've conceded a goal where young Williams or Phillips has made a mistake or been outpaced or out, you know, out, out strength because even it's so, it's, these things are so weird how it works, Keith, because the goal we concede against uh, West Bromwich Albion, now Matip was marking the huge fella from the back every yeah. set piece, but that had to change when Matip went off. Yeah. Fabinho had to go and mark him, but Fabinho, we know, and there's a huge difference. So these small things, people don't, um, people don't. Some people maybe not appreciate that these small things make a massive difference. Have you got a super chat there? If you want to read that out, we have. Yeah, Kieran Thorn thrown in there. Um, if you remember what he said after Gomez went down, it's going to be ugly. But let's see where we are mid January. Going into twenty twenty one, we are top. I'm happy. And you know what? That is a key point in my opinion. And I know I get accused all the time of being too positive, being top not, red. being afraid of top red, being afraid to criticize. I'm not afraid to criticize. I just my opinion on these things is. You know, you you take stock and you see where you are. You don't throw the toys out of Pran because you, you get a few bad results. You know, the sign of the, the, the fact that we're still top, as Kieran says, it shows the mentality of this team. Even though we're going through the shits, it shows the mentality of this team. 
that were still there and thereabouts. Man United are having to play out their skin to be up there. Spurs were playing out their skin to be up there. You know, City haven't kicked on yet and they're still just a bit away. You know, that we're absolutely on our arse and we're still top of the league. So we have to look at the positives in these things. Well, we, but there's no there's there's no point looking at the negatives, is there? The negatives will only bring you down, bring your mood down, bring your family's mood down, your mates' mood down around you. There's only so much we can do as supporters and fans, and in fact, there's very so. In fact, there's very little we can do as supporters and fans yeah. apart from support. Exactly. You know what we're supposed to do. Yeah. You know that's our that's our job. Yes, we can discuss it in sort of shows like this. We can criticize them on nights like this. You know, we can vent. But there's not yeah. much we can do. We've got to leave it. We've got to leave it to the the capable hands of Klopp. Look, yeah. everyone's allowed a bad couple of weeks. Yeah. I think he's had a bad couple of games. Yeah. I'm his biggest fan, so I, he's not immune to criticism. You know, some people refuse to criticize Klopp. I'm not one of those. Yeah. I'm really, you know, I'll criticize me on brother, me on father. Do you know what I mean? You know, it's it's one of those things, isn't it? You got to yeah. be real. I'll take the super chat. You took the previous one. Go ahead. Not that I'll get it, but you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Um, Man United are like Leon underdogs. Harry Gillingham or Gillingham says, yeah. uh, "I beg your pardon." Chelsea, Man, Man United are like Leon underdogs. Liverpool have shocking, just like PSG. Leon are top of the league and are underdogs. Are they not? Man United, you can go top. I'll let you take that. All makes sense of it. Uh, I think what Hardy is saying there, you're killing us without these full stops, Hardy. Um, I think what Hardy is saying there is that in France, like you've got Leon, are the Man United, they're the underdogs, and we're the PSG. Mm. It's a scandalous comparison, in fairness. You know, Man mm. United with that bottomless pit of wealth are, the, are definitely the PSG, the early Leon. But, you know, that Leon at top, or Leon are the, the underdogs, and they're chasing PSG down or they're ahead of PSG and okay. you know you can do that with us and look we're not saying they can't the reason they're up there is that we're sort of not kicked on and look that it is what it is we have to hold our hands up to that we're not saying you know to, it sounds like I'm rubbish in Man United but two weeks ago it was Spurs do you know what I mean two weeks yeah. ago it was Chelsea before that was Chelsea and I was there all the challengers are coming and going and you know, we just have to make sure that we're there, I think, as Kieran says. And, um, we've and missed a super chat there, Keith. I don't know if you can bring it up on your screen. There. Yeah, we'll get that, Chris. It's, um, if we don't sign a centre-back one. Yeah. Right. If Liverpool don't mm. sign a centre-back in January, we are waving the white flag at the season. I don't agree. I don't agree with that. Um, I don't think you... We've said this a minute ago, Chris. You said this a minute ago. We do not sign for the sake of signing. Now, if we don't sign a centre-back in January, I don't think it's waving any white flag at the season. I think it's maybe wrongly Klopp putting faith in Matip and Matip's body and the two young lads there. Do you think we're waving the white flag if we don't sign a centre-back? Now, I know we've said we'd like to sign a centre-back, but if we don't, are we waving a white flag? No, because that would mean surrendering, and we're not yeah. surrendering. I don't think that's the right way. Right now, and, and maybe we're probably taking it too literal than what Jonathan yeah. actually meant. Yeah, we're not. I, I, I guess I know what he means in terms of yeah. that's blown our chances to win the league. It hasn't. It wouldn't. No. But I will say it will severely harm our chances, in my opinion. Or if we flip it the other way. It'll severely help our chances if we do. So maybe there is a point, you know what I mean? If we do sign a centre-back, it'll give us that 
I'm not one of these kids that sort of just lives for transfers. Um, some, may, some people may disagree looking at my Twitter sometimes. But, Keith, I'm not going to sit here and say, um, if we sign a centre-back, um, we'll get it 100% right and he'll be ready to step in to this team, which is one of the most organised teams in world football, usually, and the way we play in defence. And hence why defenders take time, unless you're Virgil van Dijk, you're the best defender in the world. Um, how we play, how how we how we mark on set pieces, how we which line to play, offside line, when to play the offside, when not to, when to drop. All these things are so technical, and our coaches um, are magnificent in what they do. But we can't guarantee that even if we go into the market, we're going to find a centre back that's going to just walk into the team and be able to perform from day one. But what it will do is, A, give us another body, give us time. Um, and, you know, you have to um, acknowledge that our our acquisitions have been spot on. So yeah. you'd like to think the acquisition are scouting the, the list that they may have of three or four centre-backs that we, should, we can target in January will be able players that will be able to assist us in the coming season. I don't think it will be... I don't think he'll be surrendering, but I think he'll be bordering, bordering negligence if we don't address the situation. Unless they are absolutely sure, and I don't know how they can be, that Matic will remain absolutely fit, Fabinho will remain absolutely fit, yeah. and Virgil will be the Virgil that we knew from day one. And he's back in the start of March. You know, he's there's no way of saying, there's no way of, of, of saying all them things. And, you know, if you're looking at centre-backs, Chris, I see um, Bremer of Torino getting linked again today. I think you you shared that with me earlier. Um, the Brazilian lad uh, at Torino being linked. You know, is it a stopgap? We don't know. Can we get a top target? We see all these names that we're being linked with. If we can't get a top target, what do we do? It's a hard, it's a hard one to... It's a hard one to really. I don't know. I, I, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was. Um, I'd bring head. one in. I'd bring one in. To be yeah, honest, but as you no said, matter it's hard. what. Yeah, it's hard. Look, like you, you, everyone like says F- pair shores, or they say um, Botman, or they say Upamecano, uh, Konate. You know, it's going to be very hard to get them out of teams. Screenier got mentioned. Yeah, I mean, Keith, uh, uh, sorry, Gav and Jamie last night were saying, well, what Gav, Gav's, this was Gav's thinking, and, you know, I slightly disagreed with him. I don't think it's easy as that. Gav was saying, whatever plans we had for summer, we literally just bring them six months earlier. But that's our plans. Yeah. That may not be the selling club's plans. Yeah, exactly. So, how do, so for example, I know for a fact, because a little old lady tells me in the cafe that we want Upper Meccano. Yeah. But our plan was to go and get him in the summer. Yeah. Which and makes sense because the, the, the boyel clause triggers the Yes. The... So so you know, people are saying, well, let's go and pay the 15, 10, 15 million pound more that it would take. Well, no, because we're playing them. Yeah. We also shown interest in the past. I know some people thought it's recent, but we have shown interest in the past in Kanate. Again, we're playing them. So yeah. that rules them out. Pershers has said, I'm not ready to leave Ajax. Maybe that's all bravado. Maybe that's just talk. But even then, 
you know, he's a, if he's anything about him, maybe he wants to spend another season in Ireland, develop his game, and yeah. come in the summer. You gotta, you know, you gotta think from not only the buying point of view, but the sellers. They have to be ready to let go of their players. You know, yeah. we may have interest. Um, the Bremer, I don't know if you remember, I told you about the Bremer yeah. link a couple of months ago, and it's yeah. come out today. We are interested in him. I again, I haven't seen much of him. From what I've seen of him, I don't rate him. At Capella University, you're in control of your education. With the game-changing FlexPath format, you can set your own deadlines and move at your own pace. The faster you move, the more you save. Visit capella.edu to learn more. He's very much in the Kabak um, mold of defenders where he's... I think he's a bit more cultured than Kabak, but yeah. I get what you're saying, and that's the thing. Like, is it a Kabak? Is it a Bremer? And then we just throw on... 15 20 million at a player that we ultimately don't want and that's the that's the worry you know what i mean not that we don't want but you know people don't want to talk about it, but joe gomez career could be finished right at the top for all we know we and that's not me saying i oh, know his career's finished or me being a, a doom merchant and saying his career's finished and saying we don't know we're not hearing that liverpool might need to buy that star centre back for next summer so that's why they might be putting their eggs in the basket I'm going to let you take care on Super Chat there Grizz because I know it's something that you is close to your heart well Kieran says Klopp's thanks Kieran for the Super Chat man you're a legend um, Klopp's subs and timing of them they don't appear to make sense but the subs he is making are players coming back from injury is he managing their game time rather than have Jake Kane etc on the bench <sighs> What was the first thing I said about Klopp's substitutions? I mean, I tweeted it, so I said, I said, it's fair to say Klopp made the wrong team selection, in my opinion. And he made, the, um, his substitutions were poor. The timing and the players. Uh, but it's difficult to, to go overly critical about the substitution unless you know the state of the fitness of the players that were yeah. on the bench. You know, to us, it seems as though Ox should have been okay. Fit, he's been training for three, four weeks. To us, it seems Tiago has been fine. Unless we know the exact level of their fitness, yeah. you know, it's easy to criticise. I thought they were poor, but you know, he can have poor moments. <coughs> I'll let you carry on. Sorry, I'm just gonna have a coffee. <laughs> Walk away. I thought you were building up to something there, Grizz. But no, we, we have been critical, maybe not on the show, but we will be now. You know, as the substitutions haven't maybe made the most sense in the world. I, I get what Kieran's coming from. It does seem like there's a lot of um a lot of pre-planned subs. The one that got me was the West Brom game when we just made subs that didn't make sense. When we brought Origi on at the end, which didn't make any sense to me. And I know we were forced with the the defensive change and then Ox comes in and Ox done well well enough when he came in for the lad who's been out injured but you know the Divock one is one that really like let me scratch in my head but Keith today so talking about scratching heads we're nil-nil by by the 65th minute Newcastle had run out of steam ideas in terms of going forward so it was inevitable that the last half an hour would be all about if we can raise the tempo, raise the speed of pass and have anything in attack. And what does he do? He takes off Jones and you think that's the right call. Yeah. Sorry, 
Yeah, he takes off Jones yeah. at first subs, isn't it? Yeah, Jones goes off for takes yeah. off Jones, and you think that's he should have done that probably at half time or whatever. And you think to yourself, Ox, Shaq, Minamino, yeah. right? Let's say Tiago's only good for the last 15, right? Which is fair assessment. And he goes and brings up Gini Wijnaldum. Now, the game know, wasn't crying out for a Gini Wijnaldum. It wasn't crying out for a Gini Wijnaldum, Keith. It really wasn't. It was asking for a, a lively Minamino. Yeah. A cultured Shakiri pass or a long shot of Ox. Yeah. That's what he was asking for. And it was calling me about everything other than what Gini other than, brings. Other than the safety element of Gini. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Keep it ticking over, keep it moving, get the ball, boom, 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 boom. But, you know, yeah, dead right, Chris. We were looking for anything but that. We were looking for a spark. We were looking for something to happen and to set one up. Now, I, I keep forgetting there was a match on tonight because we're just rattling through the chats. Before we go on, um, Dull Inco says, such nonsense, men not signing a centre-back in January means extreme negligence from FSG and Klopp. Stop beating around the bush. We know Matip won't stay fit. We did say Matip won't stay fit. But I don't the, think we beat around the bush. We said it's No, it's we said it, yeah, exactly. You know, it's... Uh, We've 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 been we've had this dance before with not signing players last so last summer and we went and won the league not signing the year before that and we won the Champions League not replacing Coutinho at the time you know we've been here done that I'll trust them that they know what they're doing my take and I know Grizz's take is we would like to see a centre back coming in and we'll just have to wait and see what happens with that but Grizz you are we were talking about the match there as I said I forgot there was a game on um. Curtis Jones goes off, Genie comes on, maybe not the right move at the time, but we were on top at that stage, weren't we? Yeah. And it did take that little, um, you know, a little bit of goil or a bit of craft maybe to, to just open up Newcastle because they were camping in, um, but we did get through them a few times. There was a few chances in the first half. I know Salah yeah. went through and while Carl Darlow makes an amazing save, he shouldn't have been given the opportunity to make that save, in my opinion. It's a criticism I've had of Mo for a while. Um, look, he's, he's banging in goals. I'm not going to say he's, he's, he's not. He's banging in goals. But he's, he's not clinical in those situations enough. He, sorry, and he's just off form. No, I was going to say, I was going to finish he's just badly off form, isn't he? I'm not going to slaughter Mo Salah because he, he's a he's he's a great player. He's, he's he's having a good season, but he's just badly off the boil. And you expect a finish better than the one he done because he scuffs the finish, he scuffed the shot, and Darlow gets his hand on it. But like he does scuff it, you know what I mean? It wasn't a clean strike by Mo, which which is something that he doesn't tend to do very often. Um, you're talking about the one in the first half. The first half, yeah. Yeah, he, look, how many times have we seen him sort of take that ball out of the air um, and just calmly slot it away? He, he very rarely blasts it from that situation yeah. or, 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 you know, sort of does anything different. But he does it with such efficiency normally, he doesn't have to do anything different. I guess from a goalkeeper's point of view, you kind of can start reading that as well eventually yeah. because of his, you know, he does that so well. You know, he always tends to score 80, 90% of the time. You've got to just put it down to a brilliant save, brilliant reaction. You know, if if, if Alisson made that save, we would be absolutely creaming ourselves. Yeah. So we've got to be fair, you know. The, the keeper done a amazing... keeper, he does yeah. do a great job. Look, on the overall, Salah, I've been worried for, about him. And people may jump on my back, but I don't really give a shit. <laughs> I've been worried. I've been kind of concerned, worried that, He's made 
he's made something for himself where people are going to start blaming his form if it continues on the interview he done yeah and he brought it upon himself he didn't need to do that he didn't need the pressure he didn't need the limelight of that he was quiet sala was known mane's known bobby's known to just get their heads down nothing in the media about contracts yeah. about anything else about captaincies about anything else what we were known for is fucking scoring goals mm. that's all we were known for right keith and since that interview he's he's given armory to to yeah. to enemies of his and it's you know you can tell the media medias are not his friends and they're not no. Jurgen Klopp's friends despite what opposition fans think and he's given them armory just to take pot shots at him now and you know the only person who can fix this now is Mo Salah himself exactly yeah it's a great point and even before that Chris if you go back to the covid situation people use the excuse of oh he's had, he got covid and his finishing hasn't been great since he was finishing wasn't great before that for being honest um yeah. Uh, but the COVID thing was another situation that, you know, something that didn't have to happen going to his brother's wedding. I'm not telling him what he can and can't do. But that seemed to be the frustration from Klopp about the, the COVID due to that. You know, these little things that we haven't been getting, you know, they are creeping up and they are it building. Tends, they tend to be micro-analyzed when you yeah. go through a patch like this. And these are the same things that made us superhuman. Yeah. Not only as individuals but as a collective. Yeah. Um that we never had any sort of gaps between our teams in terms of any doubts, any any doubts about our camaraderie, our our relationship between the players, nothing, nothing leaked out. Yeah. Now you're seeing bits and exactly. you don't need that. You just don't need it. And sometimes and I don't know about you, but even though I'm not a body language expert, you can kind of sense it in Klopp's body language towards Mo and vice versa too and it starts affecting if it starts affecting the rest of your teammates even if it's 1 or 2% these are the fine small margins that are the difference between us being top of the table and us being 10 points clear top of the table do you know what i mean yeah very true phil movie chosen to see what chat thanks very much phil happy new year lads great show as always up the reds same to you phil happy new year i uh, hope everyone listening has a great new year the safe new year and all that tomorrow although we're in lockdown so you're not going to be able to do much over here i don't know what he was like over there grizzy using yeah same we're in absolute you know yeah. lockdown. it's going to be a it's going to be a miserable one but listen yeah. It we is were hoping, we, were, we were hoping liverpool make it the yeah. uh, the, the build up to it but you know They they didn't do their job today, and and they it's not often. It's not yeah. often. Listen, it's how many times have we felt like this I in know, yeah. two and a half, three years as a Liverpool yeah. fan? Yeah. It's you know what it, I mean, and that's it. And I think people are too spoiled. We've said it, I think. and that's not a dig at people who get annoyed. And you know, we are get some fans flip out. We have a WhatsApp group, and some of the lads go absolutely ape shit watching a match, even when we're winning. People react whatever way they want, but. Sometimes you know we we can get a bit spoiled by by the lads and what they've been doing for us. That we forget, you know, everything that they've all the good work they've done. Like I said, with with Klopp, the the media are out for Klopp now because of some of his comments. The Mo is no longer the you know the the white knife. I want to be better word. Um, yeah. they're looking for every little 
bit of dirt on Mo and every bit of body language, as we've said, it's, it's all getting picked apart. So it's just a bad period we're going through. But in the match, Bobby has a chance as well. And uh, Darlow makes a great save in the first half. A header keeps it out. Um, and we were starting to get into the game. Second half comes along and we have more chances. Now, the comment was up there. Um, <coughs> Adrian, we are spoiled and we have a lot of injuries. Calm down. Yeah, we have it. The injury thing, we said it. You know, I don't want to keep using it as an excuse, but it is at this stage where we're still top it's of the league. It's, it's a fact. It's we're fact. top of the league. Yeah. And we're, we're decimated, you know, so we, we just have to accept that and get on with it. But someone made a comment. You had a comment up there, Grizz, about Trent's form, and that's something that we wanted to touch on. I thought Trent was absolutely poison again tonight. I thought he was brutal. You touched on something about Phillips' passes were always just in behind them, maybe, and, and weren't into a stride. But I, one of the big issues we've had is that our fullbacks have been... Andy Robbo's had a great season, but he's starting to hit the brick wall now. Trent, oh, I think he's been off the boil now all, all, most of the season, if I'm being honest. I don't think he's had a great season. He's had some good performances. But what we're not doing and what we didn't do tonight, last season when we were marmalade and teams... <coughs> The fullbacks were getting the ball and it was a switch from left to right and the defence were having to shift over and it was a switch back and you have to switch and that tires in opposition now. And that's Absolutely. how you break the low block team because you're moving them around. You move a low block team around, they get tired, they make mistakes. We're not doing that now and they're not having to move. They're not, West Brom didn't have to move during yeah. the Grizz. They yeah, were yeah, able yeah, to park know. their bus. You bang on. You bang on. That's another thing we lack from not having um, Virgil and Gomez, who were absolutely superb at that. Yeah. Um, you know, as I said to you, I don't, I don't remember either centre back playing a horizontal ball to the to the other fullback. Yeah. I don't know if anyone else does. Look, okay. Trent's Trent's. It's clear to see Trent's not in a good moment. Trent does need time usually to build up his momentum. We know he had a bit of a setback with the injury. Um, since he's come back, he's not been the usual Trent. But the thing with Trent is you 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 try to keep him on the pitch as much as you can oh, because yeah. he's capable he's capable of the most amazing pass. And you know, he done one pass which was sub abs- I mean Ali McQuist, you know, nearly yeah. nearly, you know, went to the, the first half, was it when he went, yeah, went to heaven over it. Oh yeah. And um you know, he's capable of that. And that's why you, you you keep him on the pitch. You you give him the ball as much as you can in the hope that he... Sh- I mean, you can see the frustration again on his face. He knows he's not at the top of his game. Yeah. But, you know, hopefully it's a, it's a blip. And again, just like a few other players, I mean, I thought Hendo was poor again today. Yeah. Just no rhythm, no tempo in his passing. Milner, bless him, was... Done well. He done yeah, well. I thought Milner was you know, okay. Yeah. Little Terry around the pitch intercepted. Oh, I thought passing was good. I thought Milner was trying to move it quick, a bit sharper than, than was. Hendo was. Yeah, but you know definitely. what, we, we've, we've said about Salah, we've said about Mane, Trent, uh, Henderson. You know, they've had a long couple of years, a hard couple of years. Of it, it, it's, you know, this is just unfortunate that it's all culminating now. Um, that that they're all sort of a bit stuffed at the moment, but we'll get through it now. Though uh, RS1 has a com a super chat there. Thanks very much. As Grizz said, we've not felt like this too often. It's a long season, and we need to keep our heads up and focus on ourselves. Forget about the table, and that is an excellent point. We need to yes. forget about the table. The only thing we need to remember is what top. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, and, yeah. and let's get through this period. See where we are afterwards. 
and then great, we can make the controls. We've got a great comment here. We've got a great point from Lennon D'Souza when he says, has there ever been a team that has had two, three major injuries and won the league? I feel in recent history, histories, all teams have had great injury luck when winning the league, yeah. including us. Fantastic. One of the, one of the, one of the points of the, of the chat of the evening. So I far. agree, you know, and Man City fans will claim, you know, oh, <clears throat> we won it without company. Company was finished at that stage and he came back and got the goal that won the league for them yeah. two years ago. But he was, you know, he he wasn't getting games. You know what I mean? It's it, it's hard. Man United would have always, I suppose, had injuries, but never to key men at the same time. And yeah, it's unprecedented, sort of what what's going. Now on. you you was talking about the chances, and and then in that last twenty minutes, we you know we had to. I'm not praise. I'm not. I'm not going to overpraise Liverpool by saying that we raised the tempo because we should have raised the tempo yeah. much earlier. But we raised the tempo and there's a couple of incidents in the box where from corners where the keeper makes a save and one there was one incident where it could have fallen to Mo Salah, you know, and it doesn't. And another one where it could have fallen to Mane. Yeah. And this is a key incident, I think, Chris. This absolutely. Was a- and and this is related to the this is related to this point from Ben Jones who says, why don't our players complain more when they foul us in the box? Now, yeah. I don't know if Ben Jones is um, referring to the incident we're about to touch upon, but we've got to be more sharp and wily and more streetwise, Keith, in situations like that. Mane goes down there. There has to be a penalty because it, it stops him from getting the ball. Now, how many times do we see when attackers and forwards go down knowing they're not going to get the ball? Danny Yet. Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya, yeah. quédense tranquilas. Aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto, ¿viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets deal. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un Fileo Fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. Yet the referee can't judge if they're going to get the ball or not. So what yeah. they have to do is base it on the foul. And Danny Welbeck goes down at Brighton yeah. because he feels contact and he knows if he goes down, they're going to check and they're going to give a foul. Now, my take on this, Chris, is I think, and I'm only basing this on a pure guess, I think Klopp has told them not to go down because really? air players are not getting any decisions. They're being called divers. We're not getting them. And it's getting and into I, our heads, you think? I think it's, I think it's he's saying, look, Good there's point. no point in going down yeah. because you're not going to get the decision. Stay on your feet and try and get the goal. Mane has done it. Salah has been getting kicked around the place. The Fulham goal uh, a few weeks ago, Salah gets pushed in the back two hands, pushed off the ball, they score. Doesn't even get checked. Do you know what I mean? Like we do not I get. Hope, no, I hope given. he hasn't. I hope he hasn't because that would be because we're not doing it. Like we're not fucking doing it. Chris. I don't we think it's going down on that. I don't think it's like Klopp, Keith. I don't think it's Klopp, Keith. I don't think he's told them to go down or not go down. I think our players are just too honest. Maybe, Keith. maybe that they're just be. too honest. Be. Honestly, Milner has it in his game. Henderson knows it. Knows when to do it. You know, our forwards don't. You know, yeah. Mane's Mane's and Mane and Salah are awful at it when they do do it. You know, yeah, they need but, some but, practice. But they need they some coaching from Gary Kane. They can both read. They know the criticism they get whenever they go down for any contact. And look, I, I can't think of many times they've actually dived. Do you know yeah. what I mean? In the rules of the game, the contact is contact. 
I just want to read an outburst from Barry Devaney, who says, we've been, we've been the best team in England in the last three years. Give me a break, dissing our guys. We need to support them now more than ever. I don't know what Barry, I don't know which show Barry's been listening to. We, we, (laughs) you know, he hasn't been listening to our show, obviously, you know, when we won, we've, um, you know, we've said that's all we can do. We have to support them, but you know, otherwise look, if you just sit there and, and and not be able to criticize or vent, then it's just going to be built up inside you and you're going to take out another thing. So, get, you know, Barry, there's nothing wrong with a bit of venting when, when it needs to be vented, you know, and, and I think tonight and the last game, there is certainly warranted it. Certainly warrants a bit of uh, uh, criticism, but overall you, we know we're the best team in the world and we love it. Well, that's it. And something that, you know, Ferguson's <clears throat> United team's done for years, Grizz, be in the mix come February and then once you're in the once you're in the shake up at that stage who really not who gives a shit but you know you can we won the league as you said earlier on we won the league with this stage last year Um this that that's not how leagues happen and people it doesn't that's an anomaly forget, that's, that's, that's an absolute anomaly you know uh, Barry Austin he's, he's, he's been in good books Barry Devon is back in our good books because he says in the fans he's talking about the fans <laughs> not the day trippers sorry about that I'm, I apologise then Barry but yeah um, look we um, what we done last season is unprecedented we can't gauge or base Every season on that, that was special, absolute special. And therefore, you know, it's very unfair on these group of players to sort of, you know, judge them on last season. We've got to judge on what we are now, where we are now, and where we are now is still top. But we've got this, we've had a a third of the season that's been a nightmare in every aspect in terms of injuries and covid and so you know we got to give them the team, and that was an anomaly you know we got our arses handed to us but you know people no one can tell me no one can look me in the face and say Villa are a 72 better team than us on the night they battered us because we had Adrian in goal had a bit of a mare everyone had a mare I'm not blaming Adrian but everyone had a mare and it was just a bad day at the office but mm. that's the only defeat we've had you know we're dropping points we're dropping silly points but we're still the best team in the league in my opinion Um Someone had a comment up there a minute ago about Salah diving. I'm not saying that they don't dive. They go down under contact maybe too easy and too theatrically. But, you know, the, the game changed. Diving is when you go down with no contact. You feel a contact, you go down, you get a penalty. It's it's We don't like it. We don't like the way the game has gone, but that's the way the game has gone. Absolutely. We need to touch upon um, the, the main positive... I guess the only positive of the night before we wrap up, we've got to speak. Oh, Keith, we got to speak. I mean, it was, it was so, um, it was so obvious to see as soon as he stepped on the pitch, not, not only the quality and difference in himself, but what he sort of done for the other midfielders and players. Suddenly, suddenly we were getting runs. Suddenly we were getting runs from Salah and Mane behind you know, when he tried to clip over, he played a couple of absolute beautiful weighted pass. What did you What did you make of it? I, do you know what, Chris? I found it very similar to his game against Chelsea. He didn't do anything spectacular, but everything he does 
it is passing form or his technique of passing the ball is spectacular in itself. So he comes onto the pitch, he's facing over one way and he's hitting leading, drilling passes through the eye of a needle while not even looking the direction he's hitting it. And that's what he does. Thiago opens teams up from the centre of the park. He, he does the, the long balls out wide and, you know, into the run. As we said about Matt Phillips wasn't hitting balls into the run. Thiago hits it into the... He knows how to pass the ball. Now, he, he lost possession in the second half. They had a break on. He's back from, you know, a, a horror tackle. He's been out for a good while. He's going to be rusty. You've seen in the cameo grades what he offers to the team. You know, the, the penetrating passes from the middle of the park from deep. When we start getting back to, to full fitness and we start clicking, it, it's going to be such a weapon and such an asset. And it was great to see him back in the team. It's literally like sort of feels like the season starts now kind of thing. Yeah. With Thiago back in the team, fingers crossed we don't pick up any more injuries. Because when Jota comes back, Keith, and off and Mane and Mo find a bit of form, yeah, and Bobby, you know, Bobby stays on the level he is. I mean, I think Bobby's been okay without no, no, I, I think Bobby, players being better. I think the last oh, def- most certainly Bobby was um for me still our best player today uh, yeah. in attack, uh, but Thiago makes the difference, and yeah. this is the reason why we bought. Um, a player that sort of wasn't an FSG type signing and we spoke about it all summer. This is, we saw clips of why we went that extra mile to get him and pay him or his club the the the, the money that we did when we could have waited for him for free because we thought he'd make a difference. But just our effing luck that it turns out that he's injured and we could have just waited for him to be on a free, I guess. But yeah. um, I think that was the main positive. There's no point ending ending on a negative. Do you know what I mean? I thought yeah. I thought his cameo was um, was an absolute joy. Owen makes a good point there as well. He looked and showed no effect of the injury. I think he helps Trent get back to form too. You'll find him in space where nobody else can. It's a great point because I've been critical of Trent. I think Trent's an amazing player. I think mm. he's an absolute generational talent. I think he's unbelievable. He's just been off, off par maybe a bit uh, so far this season, stop start. But those, the Thiago passes into space will just free up Trent to get his delivery up Lobo as well It'll, you know he's going to open up he's going to give us another dimension and just hopefully he has no effect of the injury because look it was a horror tackle that put him out people were crying why we weren't being told what was the injury was the the um the recovery took longer maybe than people would have liked and because they couldn't pin it down and you said to me the shin injury it just kept flaring up whenever he'd go back into training if we can get this lad fit and playing, I think it, it's oh. a new dimension to our team and it, it's what we've been crying out for. You know, it, look, unfortunately, we're not going to have the full strength till next season, but it's it's one of the things that we need to get back. And hopefully Jota as well too, to give us something, you know, get all these bodies back, Riz, and, and it changes the shit that we're having to, <laughs> to look at at the moment. Well, exactly, but we call it shit because of the high standards and high exactly. levels we've set, yeah. you know, how many draws, how many teams are dropping points everywhere? Do you know what I mean? Or have yeah. done throughout the season. And, you know, it's going to be, unfortunately, we have to face the reality and accept that it's going to be one of those seasons. I can see it going, you know, like this until the last six, eight weeks. And then, it, you know, you'd like to think that if we're full strength for the last couple of months, no one's going to stop us, Keith. Yeah. 
if we if we are if we are top and around top last eight weeks and we've got everyone except Joe Gomez back, can you see anyone stopping us? I can't. No. Because but what, what I thought but what but what, what what we do need for that to happen is a bit of luck. Yeah. And that's what it is. You could even say it tonight, Chris, that the feel good we, we it was a stinker of a game. The feel good factor of Thiago coming in. The ball was going to Thiago, and as you said, midfielders are making different runs. Fullbacks are making different runs. Forwards are making different runs. If we get Jota back in, right? Jota is going to open up. He's going to allow the front three to get a rest, and he's going to open up different uh, options in the attack. It gives us more options. If we get Van Dijk back before the end of the season, that's a feel good. That's a boost. You know what I mean? That that lifts everybody. So Absolutely. we've all these to look forward to. And maybe it won't happen, but that that's that's what we have to look forward to. And look, I know people can say, oh, lads, is I being too blah, blah, you know, what, what, this, what, that. You have to look for positives in these things as well, because it's not the end of the world. Well, I, mean, I don't know we've, what they want. We've gone through the yeah. Hodgson area, you know what I mean? We've yeah, we don't, I, I don't know what they want. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what they want, and I don't want to go on the defensive and sound like we're going on the defensive. Like, if people have said that we've been too positive, then they're entitled to their opinion. But I think we've been very... Harsh, not harsh, but we've been very critical at the start. We've discussed the game and how they went, and we discussed how Klopp, in my opinion, had a howler in terms of team selection, in terms of substitutions. But then, you know, as you, you know, as you go through the summary of the game, and there is an incident. I mean, so you've got to talk about all the incidents and everything, and then, and one of the things that you've got to discuss is the, the, the introduction that was Tiago, and I thought that was something positive. There's no, you know. You know, there's no sugarcoating it. The overall result was very, very poor. But, you know, the introduction of Thiago was um, was quite good. I mean, look, the fact that the man of the match was their goalkeeper says it all at yeah. the end, and, and we were shit. And so, even in that, Chris, he was lucky. I mean, there was a header in the second half. Um, I can't remember who done it. And he palmed it straight into the middle of the goal. Yeah. You know, and nine times out of ten. Yeah, it was just, it was just to the right of Mo. Yeah, normally it was right to Mo's feet and he would have done it. And there was no. a couple of times he'd done that in the first half as well. Look. Yeah, he, he was. He had a good game. The lad. Let's not, you know, I don't want to rubbish his performance. It was a good game by him, but he got lucky on a few of them. And, and the one with the, the penalty, I mean, we didn't even really touch on it too much, but he's holding on to Mane's leg. You know, yeah. Mane cannot get a tap in because the keeper's holding on to his leg. I don't do know what VAR have to do, like, but... Yeah. Do you want to... Do you want to... I'm going to ask you because you always ask me normally, and Gab, do you want to give me your man of the match <laughs> after that shot? Or discuss a few options or who it could have been? Or Yeah, I mean... Do we, deserve, the... do we deserve to give a man of the match for Liverpool? I mean, I know... It probably it's has hard. to be a Liverpool. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's hard. I thought from air, look, from air lads, I thought Bobby was, was lively enough without being excellent. Mm. I thought, um, Thiago comes on for uh, 20 minutes and, you know, bosses it. I don't know. I, I was forced to give it. I don't think anyone was great. Milner was decent. Robbo was decent. I'd probably go with Bobby myself. What about you? <sighs> Yeah, there's no point giving it to the same one that you've given it to. But then if we give it to another person, that means we think two people were actually worthy of yeah. praise. And I think the only other person worthy of praise for me was Fabinho. 
Yeah, I was going to say he's he's. I keep forgetting that he's he's doing a babysitting job as well back there, you yeah. know. And it's, and it's not his position, Keith. We no. keep forgetting because it's making it look so easy. Um, his decision making will get better and better. I know sometimes um, he's got in his mind that he's a pressing DM. Yeah, and he may go yeah, to. The, I know he only got a second yellow. He got a yellow card tonight. It was only a second one of the season, but you know, sometimes you don't want them to be as as pressed. And although he's done a great job of it so far, maybe I'm nitpicking. I'm a huge Fabinho fan. I actually forgot about him when I was mentioning the other four or five players that I was giving credit to. But look, it's it's not a great night, but it's not the end of the world either, Grizz. No, no, it's not. It's not. Um, you know. It's a bit of a damp squib to the end of the season, end of the year, sorry. It was the last game. It's been such a record-breaking season. I mean, Mr. A's um, message up there I've put up, and I've put it out for a reason, because he says, look, Happy New Year, guys. 2020 has been great. We won number 19. We go into 2021, top of the league, positives. Even Klopp said, can't wait to see the back of 2020 apart from the title win. And he's right. You know, as you said, you know, it's we we wanted to sort of go into it with a bigger gap, but we've got a gap. We're on top and we've got our players back and there is just yeah. no point crying over spilt milk. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package, but that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated, and right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. Exactly. I mean, people will say, you know, oh, man, you know, you're like this, man, you know, like a few weeks ago, while I was getting the bullet, you know what I mean? So every team has gone through a period. There's no team that hasn't got criticism this season. It's us at the moment. We're there to be shot at. But I think with the squad we have, with the manager we have, the fact that we got over the hump last year of winning the league and we know. And you know what, Chris, if we do win the league this season, it's nearly a bigger achievement than the one last season because... We've literally the criticism of last season was I oh, as well. no. yes, didn't oh, get injuries. Oh, it's well. the biggest did this year. Oh, it's the biggest. It's the biggest title win ever if we win this season. This season, yeah. oh, oh, it pales into significance. Anything else for me, anyway, personally, I I won't celebrate. I won't stop celebrating. I won't stop celebrating this title win. It will be so fucking sweet, Keith. This exactly. one is. This one is the, the one. But listen, we, we've got every chance because, as we say, if we take it, if we sort of break this league down into thirds and, what is it, 16 played now, is it? 16? Uh, 17 yeah. played? Something no, like that. No, 16. We've played 16, but... So it's just under half. And Villa and City are on 14, you know. Well, so. if, we, if we talk about it and we break it down into sort of third... Not even threes now. We can break it in down because we've just played under half, right? Yeah. Uh, just under half of the season gone. We go into the final second half of the season, sorry, with all our players back, majority within yeah. a month. Um, obviously, Virgil van Dijk, give it another eight weeks to ten weeks, in my opinion. Another thing to get excited about. But um, we just got to stay in there. Yeah. And then the options come back. The chance of rotation comes back. And then we go again. And look, 
I can't see how we can doubt this team. The only thing that will stop us is injuries and COVID, etc. But if it's if it's if it's anything that this team, uh, this squad can do, we'll do it. We have a little Manuel fan in the chat there, football HD, and he's given it loads. Fair play for him because, you know, it's not been the best of times. But you know, you yeah, know, they have to play the Europa League as well. I should bring up some of his comments. We'll chat to Football HD, or if he's gone, he's gone. United winning the league? Yeah, well, you know, you're absolutely entitled to your wrong opinion. That's yeah. what it's all about. Everyone's entitled to their opinion, whether it's wrong, crap, right, shit. Yeah. You know? And the well Thursdays of the Europa League kick in, the United could be found wanting, but they've done well to get ahead. They're, they're the latest challengers. But, you know, let's see that they're not a great team. You know, they're not a great team. They've some good individuals. Yeah, they're not a great team, but they've got good individuals. I'll yeah. give them that. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and Very say Bruno Fernandez is not a fantastic player. You yeah. know, I'm gonna I'm gonna how stupid will I sit here and look telling Marcus Rashford is a great player. I Amazing love Marcus talent. Absolute you know. talent. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not gonna sit here and say, you know, they haven't got great players. They have. But, but we um, could say that about Tottenham, we could say that about Man mm. City, we could say that about Chelsea, we could say that about I was going to say Everton, Arsenal, you know, but look. But David, David, David wants to know, Keith and Chris, if by any chance we don't win the league this season, how do you think we'll go into the next season with everyone back from injury? Keith, David, I don't even want to think about us not winning this season. I'm sorry, but, um, you know, I don't even want to contemplate us not winning this, se- this season. I, I genuinely think we will. Yeah, and but, you know, it's, it's for our argument's sake, if we don't, it's... It's it's not going to be the end of this team. Do you know what I mean? I think it's just like like this has been a fucking anisoribulous. Hasn't on, on to the next one and just build it and build it and get there. I think it'll make Klopp hungrier personally. But, yeah. You know, we'll wait and see. So I think we'll finish up, will we, Grizz? Yeah, we done well. We done well. Yeah, yeah a bit of therapy. I, I think. Yeah. I think. I really think. Do you know what, Keith? The the best part of this show tonight was we got away from our WhatsApp group yeah. because this was the best therapy we needed. Otherwise, yeah. if we carried on in there, it would have been absolutely uh, mental. I would have, I would have yeah. probably smashed my phone everywhere. I, would, I probably it. would have flounced and left the group, which... I wonder, yeah. has anybody flounced tonight? I don't yeah, know. We'll we, we check when we get back, but yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a murderer's role for anyone that hears about this WhatsApp group in the shows. <laughs> like it's, 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 it's like fucking another world, you know, but the lads are all go crack and all passionate and all that, but my God, it's we'll we'll get off this show. We look at them, there could be like six hundred messages on red, and it's like ah, not reading all them. Yeah. As Grizz said, we got our we got our uh, therapy on here. Before we finish up, Grizz, um, we keep mentioning Gav keeps mentioning um, the Keen Strong hashtag Keen Strong goes across the the ticker there. You know, it's it's for anyone that doesn't know, there's a GoFundMe linked on our Twitter page and in the show description. It's for a young lad who's gone through horrific um, brain cancer. He got it out, I think, five months old. He's only one. You know, I know people can't. If you can donate, brilliant. You know, by all means, do. But we're not looking to put pressure on people to donate. If you can't, if you can share it, if you can share the tweet, if you can just get it out there, we're going to be doing a lot. Um, we're going to keep putting it up until they get they get to that hundred thousand. Um, I think it's dollar target for what they need for that the little lads um treatment and that. But we're going to be doing some stuff. There's going to be um competition and raffles and all going on there's we're getting together it's going to be well worth uh keeping an eye out for that over the coming week so definitely if you like i said if you can share that and about keen or donate if you can but we're not 
looking to put pressure on people to donate, but just keeping in mind that we're going to keep reminding people about it as it goes on and on. Um, so look, Riz, I think we'll leave it at that. We've done an hour and nearly 15. We didn't talk much about that match, which was nice. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Sometimes you don't need to sort of overanalyze um, a game that you know that wasn't uh, your usual self, where you wasn't your usual self. You know, sometimes you just gotta, just gotta accept it, take it on the chin, as they say, and move forward. Um, You know, I would have been more disappointed if we had everyone available, full strength team, no injuries, and, and we played like that. Then. I would have been much more um, worried. I'm worried that it's a blip, but I'm not worried long-term, if you know what I mean. No. I just no. want to say, I don't know if uh, we've made a massive um, error in not checking on the likes because, you know, we've had a, a healthy, yeah, yeah. healthy amount. We've had a healthy amount of people in the chat and um, it takes one second, half a second. I mean, there's still, three, weeks on, there's, you know, there's, there's still 356 people in the chat. Press that like button and just do it now, man. Like, do it for us. You know, we we've had to talk about Liverpool after that. Made a huge yeah. effort to put on this show for you guys, and the least we, we can get is a like for you guys. Yeah, subscribe. It's you Christmas. Know it's New Year's. Where's the spirit? Where's the spirit, Keith? I don't know That's where the spirit from these days. So just yeah, thank Great. you, Leo. Meek just liked. You know, everyone just press just that like before you go out. Exactly. We'll, even if we just waffle for the last minute or so, just yeah, press just the like on your way out. Out. Exactly. And just make us feel good. You know, we've tried yeah. to make you feel good about things. Hope we have given you a bit of therapy, but just do the like thing, man, for us. That's it. We don't ask much. No, we don't. Well, look, uh, Football HD is having a glorious time in the chat tonight. And you know what? We don't really, uh, we welcome anyone in, you know what I mean? Once they're not, um, you know, abusive or not, and they're welcome in the chat and welcome to come on and listen. But, you know, he's talking some amount the guff in there. It's, uh, I'd say he's only a young man. Ah, it's all right. Fair play to him. That's all right with us. Uh, we're, we're okay with that sort of nonsense. Um, <laughs> we leave it at that. Uh, I don't think there's anything now until um, the Fatback 4 on Sunday. So Yeah, no, a few days, a few days off. Well earned. Well yeah, earned so... A happy new year to you and your family, Grizz. I hope you no, have a nice peace. Absolutely. Same to you, Keto. Um, you know, unfortunately, we're thousands of miles apart. Hundreds of thousands of miles. Eh? Yeah, but, miles. but, you know, we, we, we've become a very tight-knit family. I love it. It's been yeah. a pleasure getting to know you this oh, year. Yeah. You know, Indeed. I don't want to, I mean, you know, I don't want to start getting soppy on this stream. I don't <laughs> think we could have done this off air, but yeah. why not do it on air? Like, oh, yeah. who can stop us, right? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, and happy new year to everyone in the chat who's been watching our shows, supporting us. Um, you know, it's really blown up, hasn't it, in the last few months? And we appreciate all the support from everyone in the chat. We want to wish everyone a happy new year to all yourselves, just our families. Stay safe, you know what I mean? It's it's been a stinker of a year for everybody. It's been a hard year. A lot of people in that chat, a lot of people that they be on the shows have had a hard year, suffered in one way or another. See the back of this blade in twenty twenty, hopefully twenty twenty one brings us a bit more um you know, bit bit of happiness for people, a bit a bit of relief for people. Absolutely. And the Reds can bring us another league title as well. So, you know. Absolutely. See. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Um, you know, again, it has grown massively and it's, and we couldn't have done this without our listeners and viewership, yeah. you know, and, um, 
you know, Say Owen Burke, Owen Burke yeah. saying that Chris is going to make me cry now. Well, you know, I didn't mean to, but, you <laughs> know, you I, yeah, exactly. Now that you mention it, but, um, but yeah, it's been emotional. It's been great. And, and, and the best thing we can do in times like this sort of is stick together. Yeah. And then hopefully have a f- even better from a Liverpool point of view, 2021. Exactly, exactly. Come on here, vent. We try not to rant, but you know what I mean? We we try to be rational and we don't throw the toys out with a pram. Absolutely. We just get on and have a chat and that's what the community that we have, I hate saying community, but you know, the, the, the people in the chat, there's the same names are there. Kevo Sullivan's name is up there, you know, Owen is there, Avo, all these guys that are there every night we're on, but new people that come in. And, and join in with the chat and join in with the stuff. You know, it helps us grow the show and grow the, the, the podcasts that we do. And we try to put out as much good quality stuff as we can. And 2021, we'll try to even improve on 2020. So, look, we'll leave it at that. A bit of soppiness at the end. Uh, we're over 200 likes, which is great. But, you know, still hit the like button if you can. And uh, we appreciate it, all the support. So, Grizz, I'll bid you good night. And I'll talk to you soon, my friend. We will indeed. See you later. Take care, folks. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. People say treat yourself like you need a reason. But McDonald's treats are perfect for every day. Like bold McCafe iced coffee. Get any size for $1.69. Or pick up any size sweet tea for a dollar. The largest served in an insulated cup that keeps your tea cold. Feeling a little extra something-something? Try the classic bakery sweets like an apple fritter. With so many ways to treat yourself, you don't need an excuse. Just come back tomorrow. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Sports Social Podcast Network.